0: Well, we uh, don't get distracted too much by it, and we don't want the public to be distracted by it, because that pass rate percentage figure, whether it falls or whether it rises, um, isn't, can't be the sole indicator of education quality in the country. Um, but we do, of course, congratulate those matriculants who did pass, um, and thank all their teachers from grade R all the way through to Matric for, for the commitment they demonstrated in supporting them.
1: So what would be your major concerns regarding the Matric results first off? So
0: um, our major concern with, the, with that past figure is that um, it conceals a lot of the deep inequalities in the system. So, for instance, interprovincial inequalities Rural versus urban provinces, um, the distinction between children of different quintiles. Um, in the, you also have, you know, some of the independent schools that are writing the same exam. What are they achieving versus what the public schools are achieving? Um, we're going to be studying and analysing indicators such as. Um, the number of children who achieved more than a 60% pass in subjects such as maths and science and how learners achieved in home language. And we're also quite interested in looking at the cognitive demand um, of the different papers. But we just want to keep emphasizing that what we see in the trick is a result of what happened in the first few grades of a child's schooling career. Um, And even before that, when they were in and everyone just thought that they were there to play or to be babysat, but actually what what was happening in that class is that children were, were playing so that they could learn, and the foundation for the rest of their learning was being laid.
1: Leanne, given that a lot of resources, uh, you know, in all forms are being spent and uh, channeled towards education, um, a lot of work is being done in early childhood education and uh, looking at uh, what is happening at the foundation phase, where would you say that the problem lies in the main?
0: Mm, So um, from in the first three, three, three grades, a child is learning to read. And then in grade four, they're making the shift to reading to learn. So if by the end of grade three, you aren't able to read so that you can learn, your life chances are decided right there. So a paper written recently by Safar von der Berg very alarmingly states that um, if a child cannot, you know, read at the required level by the end of grade three, beginning of grade four, the chances are very, very slim that they're going to pass matric and pass matric well enough to go on to university. Uh So when we talk about interventions and resources, human resources, material resources, we need to be focused on the foundation phase and not only, um, you know, these matric interventions and the matric boot camps, which are important But um, it's going to be a waste of resources if we're not able to close these learning gaps, which have actually developed over the course of 12 years and don't just magically appear in the trick.
1: So, you see, my concern is that uh, none of this is new. What you are talking about Mm. has been diagnosed, you know, a very long time Mm. ago. So, why is it that we still have a problem with literacy and numeracy at foundation phase level? I mean, as people who work on the ground, you know, we, we always uh, complain, we always uh, criticize uh, the department, and rightfully so. But you also on the ground, what is it that mm. is happening there? What is going wrong? What should the department be doing? Mm. So,
0: I mean, it I would be great if that was one of the questions the Minister could. Cook- could answer, because, you know, it's not like the DDE doesn't know. Does it just take incredibly long to kind of re the ship and to implement new programs and, and design new interventions? Um, because a very recent study also shows that, you know, you know how important district directors are for schools and the support that a district needs to provide. And so again, a research from Bosch. so it shows that high schools are far more likely to be visited by district directors, circuit managers, subject advisors than a primary school is. Um, and, and that's a huge level of support that schools actually need in terms of monitoring the curriculum, monitoring learning and teaching material, um, helping teachers, helping principals, helping um, senior management teams. So I mean that that is an an aspect that could easily be um, addressed and and adjusted. So you know why why the DVE isn't redirecting its resources in that way, but then you know the problems we see in in, in primary schools um, something like overcrowding. I mean you cannot if you're at one teacher and you have a hundred little bodies in that classroom, you cannot possibly be able to teach all hundred children to be able to read and read well and to grasp those those basics. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's infrastructure is so important, and maybe people tend to think of it as, as secondary, but something like an overcrowded classroom is an infrastructure problem. Um, if a learner sits thirsty in class all day, They're not going to learn properly. If there's no electricity in the classroom and the learner cannot see the page in front of them and the teacher cannot see the blackboard, then how is learning supposed to take place? And these are all the conditions which we saw in schools, and in particular in Eastern Cape schools when we visited those schools this year. And everyone is now, you know, asking how did the Eastern Cape manage to record the lowest um, pass rate in the province? And I saw a couple of people joking on Twitter saying that people from the Eastern Cape are stupid. And it's actually not funny. It's tragic that what has been going on in the Eastern Cape, the education crisis there, has been ignored the whole year. And, and it's not a new thing. We're it's asking, not just over a no. year.
1: Eastern Cape crisis has been uh, bubbling under for quite some time. So so, so, what yes. would you say? Again, what is the the, the, the basic problem there? Because... Sometimes it's difficult to get these answers from government, but as I say, you guys are also on the ground. So, so what are you hmm. observing in that regard? So, government in the Eastern Cape is extremely unresponsive.
0: Um, so, you go to a school, and as we showed in November, there is a, a high school class um, learners writing the exams outside in the sun because they don't have enough classrooms. Um, And then people say, but, you know, where was the principal in this? The principal has asked for additional classrooms, asked repeatedly, but not until we're able to post that picture on social media and make it public and, you know, you have the public outrage about it. And then that, that school was finally, after all this time, provided with mobile classrooms, which is temporary, but which offers relief at that time. So, you know, the... I think that this this public um, apathy with the Eastern Cape, this attitude of, oh, it's the Eastern Cape, it's always been like that and it, and it always will be like that, is incredibly destructive. Um, we need to focus as a public our attention on that province and we need to keep asking questions and saying, there's a problem. Why is this not working? What what is the what is the Eastern Cape government doing? What is um, Basic Education Minister Angie Machecha doing about this? Um, the public is incredibly powerful in bringing about change if everyone just pays attention.
1: So we can go on forever and a day talking about what is wrong with the system. But uh, well, are there mm. some positives that we could look to? Yes. Um, looking at the,
0: uh, the matric passes in particular, it's encouraging that the number of metrics earning over 60% in maths um, has gone up and that the number of African learners um, has gone up. And then, you know, it was incredibly positive that Minister Macheco last night said in her address that she needs to um, put more effort into improving foundation phase learning. And we think that so going forward, there needs to be reliable information collected on learning outcomes in the foundation phase grades, and those need to be made public. Um, and ideally, what we want to see is the Minister getting on a stage and speaking to us about learning outcomes in the foundation phase rather than just, um, you know, banding about a single past percentage figure. And we just need the public to, um, to keep the foundation phase and, and uh, ECD in mind um, this year going forward um, and parents to interrogate, you know, what their, what their children are, are learning in these critical phases.